with the inception and traction that blockchain and crypto has gathered, the world is possibly on the verge of the largest evolution since the mainstream of the internet. Given the fluidity and dynamic nature of this technology, business leaders, enthusiasts, and veterans all need to band together to navigate the current and upcoming storms. Participants in Web 3.0 want a trusted resource that gives them pertinent information about projects, tokens, technology, and businesses. We are business people talking the business of crypto. We are Y Whales. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Y Whales, wherever in the world you are today. So today is October 10th, a lot going on in the world right now. Bitcoin is sitting right around 27,000 and change. So it's been a relatively good market in, is in reference to the cryptocurrency markets. Uh, but today is a very Web3 focused podcast. So we get to talk a lot about AI. Um, we get to talk a lot about the world and kind of how the world gets its news. Um, and I'm very excited. I have a amazing co-host with me today, Mrs. Billingsley. Um, good to see you as always. Nice to be here, Jay. Thanks for having me. Great to see everyone. Absolutely. And so we're going to be talking about newsworthy.ai. Um, so real quick, let's just dive right into it. And so, uh, Mark, would you mind kind of giving us a little bit about your background and you know everything kind of prior to uh, the company we're going to be talking today would be great. That's a long story, <laughs> but I'll give it a shot. So my journey, I got out of um, a business school and I went to work for a biotechnology startup under the umbrella of Johnson & Johnson. It was one of their new um, biotechnology uh, subsidiaries. And was there for a couple of years, did some product marketing, did some sales. Uh, it was fascinating and it's kind of ironic because everything after that was startups, but you wouldn't think of being a and j as a startup, but in this particular case, it was. So that was an interesting journey. Um, Got a call from one of my roommates from uh, school and said, hey, my brother's got this really cool employee benefits HR technology company he's starting up in Connecticut. Would you like to do it? And I bailed. Um, I think my family thought I was crazy joining a startup, you know, coming from J&J &J and basically not making any money at the new startup. Uh, good times. It was in the uh, HR technology space. I think we grew from 400,000 to about 40 million in just under seven years. Um I was in charge of marketing um, at that organization. And then um, uh, we had uh, an event and I uh, chose to, to leave. It was a good event, but I chose to leave and, and uh, moved out to California. I was back east and I uh, decided to start a company myself, which at the time was called HR Marketer. And it was hmm. a SaaS platform uh, that would help companies like you know the ADPs, the Oracles, the Paychecks, uh, help them selling into the niche world of, of of you know employee benefits, payroll, HR technology, and ran that company for a number of years. That's how I met David McGinnis. Uh, we needed a press release uh, distribution. Um, feature within our SaaS product. And at the time, PR Web was just starting to grow and I liked what they were doing. At the time, there was good uh, SEO benefits of it and it was easy to use. So I started calling David and um, didn't return my calls, I think, for the first couple of months or emails. And eventually he did. Uh, we hit it off. Uh, he helped me out. Uh, eventually he did his own thing, which he'll tell you about. Um, you actually showed up at my doorstep. Yeah, that's right. I flew, I flew up to Washington to, to meet you. And um, then I, in the, in the meantime, I started a couple other companies up. David kind of went his way. I went my way. Uh, several years ago, uh, David called me up and said, hey, we're doing some, um, and we've been working together, you know, to some extent. He says, hey, I got a great new idea. Nothing's really changed in the press release newswire distribution business since he had sold PR Web. He says, I got some ideas. I heard him out. I said, wow, this is pretty incredible. And that was about, you know, nearly two years ago, we founded Newsworthy together and here we are. So that's, uh, that's my story. Fabulous. Well, I'm excited. We're excited to dive into the, the platform here in a second, but uh, David, let's circle around with you and, and really hear a little bit more of, uh, you know, kind of what brought you to the table on this. Well, I've, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. I, I think I was the only one in my high school that was work released to himself. And so I got to do to do work release myself uh, in my senior year, and I thought that was great. But I went on a college in here in Texas, and uh, when I got out of college, you know, 1995, the internet was just starting to be become a thing. And I, I started a website building and hosting company. And talk about a hard sale in 1995. You know, not only did you have to, to try to sell what you were doing, but you had to try to sell the base technology and why somebody needed to do it. And... And so I, 
I sent out a press release in 19, 1996. I sent out a press release and got nothing. It did me no good. It just made me $600 less wealthy. And so that kind of bothered me. And um, <clears throat> when I was, uh, I was thinking about it and I'm thinking about what do, what do press release newswires do anyway? They just send press releases to journalists. And this is where a certain amount of naive, naivete kind of works, I guess, because I just jumped in and said, I'm going to create a newswire. And this was when, uh, banner ad rates were $40 CPM. And, and so I thought if I could get a million page views a month, I can make $40,000 a month. And, that's a pretty good income for my family. So I'll do it. And uh, so I, the question then became, how do you get a million page views? And um, my, my solution was there are all these search engines out there. I'll just optimize my press releases. So they re- show up really high on the search engines. And uh, Google wasn't even a big player then. There were other, there was other, there were others. Excite, Northern Light, a whole bunch that don't exist anymore. And so, oh yeah, be sure so, on memory lane for those. <clears throat> so that, that's that's kind of the genesis of PR Web is just accidental magic and not knowing what I didn't know. And uh, it turned out that the search engine play was huge for us. Now, two weeks later, after I had this epiphany to start this thing, and, and I actually launched the first version of PR Web. Ad rates from Yahoo went from forty dollars CPM to three, mm. and I never really made money on advertising. Uh, so I just put up a link said, "Hey, if, if the service is useful, send us ten bucks." It became like a shareworthy thing, mm. and um, people started sending money. And I, yeah, so I started adding little gold stars, I, a whole lot of gimmicky things, and and pretty soon people were, you know putting a whole bunch of gold stars on their press releases. And, and pretty soon I was making $80,000 a month. And um, so I think the most I ever made from, from press releases was $167 uh, a month with advertising. So I just took all the advertising off. And uh, the deal I made is you own the page and it's your content. And, and the, the market really responded well. And, and the SEO value was tremendous. And, wow. and so we, we discovered we had people coming to us like Southwest, South, Southwest Airlines and saying, Hey, we want to, to use your service. What's your value? What, what kind of journalists do you reach? And I'm like, anybody, any journalist that get, has access to Google, you know, that was my very naive answer, right? I mean, it's, we do one thing well, and that's online search, online search visibility. And if you want newswire type services, you're going to probably have to go somewhere else. Well, they stuck with us actually, Southwest Airlines, and and uh, they started promoting us through their agency in conferences, talking about their their success and their results, and so everything just grew from there. And and really, <clears throat> PR Web was more of a marketing platform than a than a newswire. The yeah. format the format's really good for for building trust. It's not a blog post. It's not an article. It's not it's the structure of the news, uh, the, the marketing content as news really works for people. And so we just created this whole news marketing paradigm and, and that's what we're running with today. Um, PR web, um, and, and the whole industries though is kind of now, it's been stuck in 2006. It's turn of the century technology for a world that has moved far beyond turn of the world technology. And the innovation that you see in the industry now is, I won't call them out by name, but, but one newswire came out two, three months ago with, Hey, we've upgraded our platform and all this new exciting technology. And, and it turned out that new technology that they had implemented was all about helping submit a press release through their complicated system in the first place, how to submit a press release and had nothing, zero benefit to the, to the reader, to the consumer. It was all about helping the agency and business wire get their job done, but nothing that improved the visibility of the news. Mm. And so that's kind of, you know, I, I really think we're onto something where, where we're, we're able to just kind of reinvent this space again and breathe new life into it. And, uh, we're, we're moving away from the terminology of newswire. We don't really want to be classified as a newswire. We, we scratch that itch, if you will. We, we meet the minimum requirements. We 
we buy all the distribution that everyone else buys. But with the help of actually Jessica early on, we actually kind of decided to rebrand ourselves as a news marketing platform and, and really focus on, Hey, it's not about how many distribution endpoints you get to. It's about how many of the right people you get to and, mm-hmm. and, and helping companies maximize their visibility in, in the news stream. Well, so very, that's I mean, where we're at cool. today. Yeah, so you you very much have you know the the history in the background. You know, both of you understand from two different perspectives. One's the the advertiser and and or the 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 company that needs uh, the marketing, and, and then you you know you were uh, kind of a web web one titan and yourself. You know, kind of really you know building building out that industry. And and thank you for the the time and energy and effort. You know, way back in the web one days, because you know there was there was you know good visionaries like yourself that that said like there's there's a better way to do this. It doesn't have to be complicated. So love love hearing the story and. And, you know, the pivots along the way of how do you monetize this? Because it's very hard, even in Web3 right now, we're seeing, you know, the integration of blockchain, cryptocurrencies, AI, and, you know, immersive, all these immersive technologies. And no one really understands what is the business model of Web3. So with that being said, you know, I'd love you to kind of continue on with, with newsworthy AI and, um, you know, exactly what it does, how, how it's helpful and, and why it's going to kind of, you know, be a player in the game so we can uh, understand what it's going to be. Okay, well, let me, let me just back up to about 2000, uh, 2021, uh, we're in the middle of COVID kind of times. And, and, um, I start to play around with training my own models for press releases because I'm thinking about getting insights. So we were kind of newsworthy.ai was a thing before AI blew up last year, right? But, but the focus back then was I was training these models to actually, um, Work with press releases to help, to be more deterministic on, on deciding what makes a good press release. How come, why does one press release outperform another press release? Uh, what kind of language changes could we make to actually, to actually make the press release more relevant? And so that was the path I was heading, heading down. And so that's, that's where the dot AI came from. And, uh, we were going to use AI, you know, playing around with AI for distribution purposes. Everything is to try to make, the process smarter and we weren't quite honestly generative wasn't even on my, on my radar at, at that point because I wasn't, I wasn't using AI in my mind to solve those kind of problems. Uh, the generative AI thing came out really strong last year, this year, and uh, we were already there. Right. And so we were able to, you know, rather than, rather than this mad rush to say, okay, we have to bolt this on somehow to, to make our story about AI. We were, we were already there. And that was really an exciting moment for us to realize, Hey, we're in the right spot at the right time. And, um, the other thing we were working with is, is blockchain registration. Yeah. Um, there are organizations out right now that are trying like the, uh, the content provenance group. They're trying to like, because of AI, show where a story came from and, ha- and have some sort of backtracking to prove origin of story. And we were already doing that on the blockchain, right? We were doing blockchain registration. Uh, we were doing it on Ethereum before Ethereum became too expensive for that to work for us. And um, I have a whole Ethereum story at some, for some, some other time, but <laughs> basically it's how I missed the boat. But anyway, so that's okay. It's, it's happened. It's happened to the best of us. So and, I threw away, I threw away all my early Bitcoin. So don't worry. Anyway. Yeah. So it was a fun thing. It's like, we were just playing around with Ethereum in 2017 or something when it was $12 a coin. And I purchased what a dozen coins and I put a couple of them in my son's wallet or whatever. And, and he became unemployed for a while. And, and I said, Hey, go, go check out your Ethereum wallet. And he had like thousands of dollars, right? So it was, <laughs> it was nice, but, but I wish I would have purchased like 10,000 coins. We, we all, we all have, <laughs> yeah, listen, give when you build that time machine, allowing all of us to have access to it. Cause there's a few, you know, yeah. a few ways we all could, could make so, it. So anyway, we, we were doing blockchain registration and that's how, that's how we track provenance, you know, of, of digital, of our digital content. Um, we do that for a different reason. We do that so that customers can self-host a press release and benefit right. from all the traffic, right? Typically the model works like this. You put out a press release, the press release lands on PR Newswire or business, whatever the wire services, they get seven, eight thousand, ten thousand page views, and the customer gets about six click throughs to their website. And so what we've done is we've turned that model 
around a little bit and we said, with, if you agree to use the blockchain to register your press releases and, and install this widget on your, on your serve, on your website, then we'll let you host your own press releases. Now you get all of that traffic. You control the whole customer journey and, 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 um, it's a lot more impactful for the customer. And so now we're sending, instead of sending people to newsworthy.ai or whatever press release newswire it is, we can actually send them directly to, to the customer's website. Wow. So uh, that's those the, are a few of the highlights, but but th- those are just kind of tracking our origin story a little bit about the two things that we kind of launched with, and, and including I think something Mark's going to talk on with the influencer marketplace. Those are the three key pieces that we that we we grabbed onto when we said here's here's where we can make a difference in the newswire space. Yeah, Jessica, you were going to ask something. And maybe, uh, maybe Mark, you were about to get into it, but uh, certainly in in our conversations, uh, you've shared a lot about the role that blockchain plays around fake news. Uh, And I think that's an important part uh, of your product offering and the story here, especially uh, as this uh, issue continues to escalate. So maybe you could just uh, share a little bit about that functionality. I'm not sure how much we want to get into it, but we never. We never, the, the, the reason we went down the blockchain path was, was really, you know, the whole source of truth and ultimately allowing uh, companies to host their own press releases. We thought that would be a big deal. And it has been a big deal for a lot of companies. They're just blown away by the traffic they get. And they don't have to trust our analytics or another newswire's analytics. They just have to open up their Google analytics, or whatever analytics platform they, they're using. And they can see, you know, real time the amount of traffic that that press release is sending into their website. So, but more recently, um, and I did my, my, is it, is it the C2PA? Is that the, yep, yeah. the organization? Um, we're starting to think about, you know, we have all these tools. We're already positioned to allow companies to submit their content. Presently, it's a press release and to have it blockchain verified. Um, why can't we make those tools available to any content producer to, to authenticate, you know, their, their um their content today it's a press release tomorrow it could be something else so we are building out those tools and another suite of of offerings that we have to allow other content producers other news wires to use our tools and to um you know register on the blockchain and verify their content and you know they can claim ownership to that and they can you know be notified as being first but david do you want to get into that in more details or talk about the fake news aspect that jessica brings up well, I think, I think that's the, I think, especially with AI, knowing the provenance, knowing where something started is important. And, and I think that's where, that's where the initiatives are that you see. Um, we keep referring to the C2PA, but that's where those initiatives are heading. It's like, how can you tell where this video started, was generated? Was it generated with AI? Um, what were the, what were the initial pieces used to create this content? And so. Yeah. But, but, but their, their solutions are around audio, video, imagery, nothing to do with text-based news. And that's the, we're already there. We're already there. We have a solution. I think their solutions are a little bit complicated. I haven't really thought through every aspect of their technology yet, but, but it seems a little complicated to me, but our solution is just so simple. It's just smart contracts on an Ethereum based blockchain. Well, let's take a, a quick second and, 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 you know, for the, the viewers that may not be highly educated in this space, let's just take a second and, and really kind of talk about the problem um, and, and how your solution kind of is adapted to. So, you know, one of the things that we're, we're seeing right now is, is AI and generative AI is, is, um, you know, getting much better every single day. Um, you know, we've seen, you know, kind of the rise of, of chat GTP. Um, and, and now we're also seeing these, you know, when we say generative AI, um, you know, I'm generally referring to, you know, it can create images. It can create photorealistic uh, representations. And this is only going to continue to get better and better over the next few years. So having this provenance of like, is, is, did this really come from an actual camera? Did this really come from this actual source is going to become more and more important because right now it's very confusing. Yeah. Um, you know, I can say during, you know, let's, let's just talk about something that happened is uh, a number of uh, a, a news source used a generative AI um, image that they made up of, of Donald Trump being arrested and it showcased him like being tackled by agents and and it was like this it very looked you know relatively realistic and real but it was entirely made up um they well, put let, this let, out, let's you know? bring that forward to something that's happening today sure I, I, i'm watching news about what's happened in israel and i don't know what to trust 
I think, I think it's right? very true. At any, uh, any I, world I, events, I really don't know. I'm, I'm going through the little YouTube channels, whatever. What do I trust? Um, and, and, and it becomes more important when it's this, that source of truth. And so you want to be able to say, you know, there's this image of, of whether it's a, a former president being arrested or a war, war zone or, you know, quite simply just a product that, that you think you want to acquire. And you want to know who's attached to that. And I think that that's that human element um, is that, you know, you want someone that you can say, hey, this is this is really Johnson and Johnson is coming out with this. Hey, this is really uh, this, this court uh, has, has put out this photograph or, Hey, this war zone photographer, which has been in the, the business for three decades, you know, is stating that this is their, their, their photograph. Um, and that's kind of what we're getting at is that, yeah. you know, there's a real human at the end of this and it wasn't generated by some kid in the basement trying to create, uh, chaos or, or, you know, you know, more, um, you know, nuanced issues around the world. So that's kind of, I think, the crux of what I would like to throw out there. If Jessica, right. you want to throw any other... Yeah. Um, I think the important there. also thing is for people who might not know how blockchain works is it's it's an immutable ledger. So once you register something on there, it can't change. And that's that's why we use it. Traditionally, newswires have served the role of kind of truth of uh, source of truth for a press release. They represented the press release that's on their website today at 7 o'clock before the market's open or whatever time it is, is the same one that's on their website after the market's closed. So people can't manipulate their news on their website for market purposes, for one example. And so when we, we offload that source of truth onto the blockchain, an immutable record, immutable thing that can't be changed. And every time someone calls up that press release, we do a check on the blockchain to make sure that they haven't even moved a period. Right. And so that's offloading that source of truth onto the blockchain. Um, I kind of, when I'm talking blockchain to customers, I just say, don't, don't worry about too much what it is. Just know what it does, right? It's like, mm-hmm. you, you don't talk about your website in the terms of its MySQL database or Postgres database. You talk to it, the functionality of what you can accomplish with those things. And I think that's, that's where our biggest opportunities with blockchain is, is allowing people to access the core technology without having to have a wallet do the hard parts, right? And just yep. and just benefit from the results. Yeah, just one thing about David when he was talking about, you know, the source of truth and the press release not being able to be altered without telling you this has been altered. Even if you're self-hosting the release, when you send a news release through Newsworthy, it's still going out to hundreds of other websites across the internet. Um, and it would be very easy without blockchain for someone to go into one of those websites or distribution points, endpoints, sometimes called, and change it. Um, and you can't do that with, 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 with Newsworthy and what we built because it would show that this version of what you're reading is not the original. And you can click to actually view the original. Uh, but generally speaking, that's, what, that's the importance of, of, the, of the press release side. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, I think that's, you know, listen, the news, uh, I, I don't, I think there's, you know, I saw a, a story a while ago about trust in the media, you know, right and left, doesn't matter what political affiliation all you time have, well. is, is that yeah. all time well. And, and, you know, so the, the concepts of clickbait articles, the concept of this, um, you know, I love, I love, you know, believe me, I, I love the integration of blockchain. I, yeah, I hope there's some additional, you know, features you guys put in about, you know, how often do they write? Um, but, you know, one of the, the best features I've seen lately is come out of, you know, Twitter or now it's called X where you have these community notes where people are, you know, kind of like group, group wise, you know, checking and, and adding additional sources to articles and everything else. Um, but, but what you guys are doing is just making sure, did this even come from the right person? And the reason I bring it up is I just gave, you know, uh, Twitter or X a, a praise, but during their conversion from, you know, verified sources to anyone can have a blue check mark, somebody registered, you know, like Boeing, you know, something and gave it a check mark and just said, hey, we're discontinuing all military fighter jets. And their stock dropped by like, you know, $3 billion in a few, in a few wow. minutes. Um, and so that's, that's the entire concept of like that couldn't and shouldn't happen where you have someone just saying, Hey, I am Boeing and I'm going to make this press release. Um, and the market reacts very quickly. And so I think that, you know, what you guys are doing absolutely can and should be integrated. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit more about, you know, kind of how AI, um, you know, is, is, 
is integrated into these press releases? Um, is it just blockchain based or, you know, is it helping to kind of write and fact check some of the things that are coming out before they come out? Yeah. Well, and David, we can both talk a little bit about that. Originally, before when we were just starting up Newsworthy, uh, you know, a year and a half, two ago, one of the other um, benefits, remember, chat GPT-3 was not out yet. Nothing was out yet. Uh, the generative yeah. stuff. So we were looking at AI operationally as well. So one of the biggest expenses at PR Web, as the company was growing, was editorial staff to read the release, and that's important for any newswire. We have our own uh, editorial guidelines. They're very similar across all newswires. What you can say, what you can't say, what you can't promote, um, you know, things like that. But also just following the AP style, grammatically making sure it's well written. So editors, that's their job. A client submits their press release. Editors, you know, give it a look over, make some small adjustments. If it's not, you know, properly formatted, they can they can deal with that. AI can really help a lot with that so that you don't need as much, you know, staff on the back end that's reviewing and approving press releases on a day-to-day basis. AI can actually tell you, hey, looks like this release um, you know, needs to have, you know, extra attention given to A, B, and C. Check it out. So kind of, you know, before the, before the editor even opens the release, they have some, you know, guidance as to what might be, um, you know, not so, not so good with this release or what, what might violate the editorial guidelines. So that's, you know, operationally, it's not just user side. It has a lot of benefits. I've always thought that on the, on the content side, AI is ideal for press release distribution in, in a way, because you, you're announcing company that's at the, you're announcing something at the company. I just hired a new employee. We just uh, achieved a financial milestone, or we just established a partnership with another company, or we're announcing our participation in an upcoming event. It's hard to turn that into fake news. I mean, it's 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 factual news about your company, and because of that, I think AI is ideal for helping you to craft a draft of that announcement. It's really good. So we have those tools built into Newsworthy that. Uh, you can just give us a couple, three sentence up, you know, description of what you want to write a press release on, and we'll give you a draft. And we're very, very clear about that's a draft. It needs human, you know, you know, adult supervision to 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 look it over and and make it, you know, ready for prime time. So the AI works well there. But what we also do, and we can show you this in a moment, is once you submit your press release. We use AI to analyze it, give some additional suggestions, maybe some alternative headlines that you might consider using. But we also produce a lot of what I would call complementary content that you can use in your news marketing of that news. So we can create an article or a blog post based on that press release. We can create okay. a draft of an email pitch you can use to reach out to the journalist and and you know a number of other content assets, including a short video news short that AI helps you helps you create. If you want to use it, great. If you don't, that's fine too. But it gives you more tools, which just to back up a bit, the press release still has a lot of value today. We're not saying that it that it doesn't, but for most small and medium-sized businesses, the press release alone is probably not going to get them the visibility and engagement that they want. So you need to focus on that post-newswire um, marketing, which we call the news marketing. And that's how AI comes back to, to, to help create supporting content uh, for those post-newswire marketing campaigns. Um, and again, we'll, we'll show you some of those tools in a moment. But David, I'm sure you have something to add. Um, on the AI side. <laughs> well, we'll, let, we'll end up going too far afield into strudel news. And basically what we're doing is we're, we're, we're taking all of our tools, these tools that we're talking about mm-hmm. and making them available through an API to any newswire who wants to use them for a fee. And okay. I, I, we, we believe that they're, that they're that important. And so we'll continue to, to, to have our newsworthy.ai service up and running and we'll continue to do intake but the model is out there that newswires actually buy into this kind of thing anyway. And so we're just going to, we're making our tools available via an API that will out just every newswire out there to, to have access to these tools and, and for fee, but perfect. Yeah. No, no, no. And, and so, monetization is important and you right. figure that out in, in the web one. <laughs> right. Uh, so, so we're, so well. we're, so, so as we go forward in that, in that endeavor with the API for the newswires, you know, we're talking about creating AI curate, AI curated news stories and, and, uh, some other, some other really cool technologies I'm hesitant to talk about right now, but, but things that will help in the, in the visibility of online, 
online news for not only our, our own news, but for other news wires to participate in. Yeah. Fabulous. We had an example the other day um, through our platform where somebody sent a press release out, typical press release goes out to, you know, 400, um, you know, partner sites that we have. And, and, and then through our advocacy program, somebody shares the press release on LinkedIn and the engagement, right? It's, it's all, you know, within the first day, there's, there's, you know, it doesn't sound like a lot, but for some of these small companies, it is, you know, five or 600 uh, views of the content, you know, 15 people commenting on it and liking it. And they're not used to that. And, and, and again, if they just send a news, news, news release out and walked away, uh, they might be questioning the value of that. I mean, there still is value in for source of truth and you know credibility coming out not through a blog but through a, through a newswire, but it's that other news marketing uh, tools that really help bring the engagement and the and the readership for, from the right audience that that the small mid sized businesses really are looking for. Mark, I think it'd be helpful if, if we showed kind of the advocacy tool because I think that's the that's the sleeper product of our whole platform. It is so powerful. And then, and then also the influencer marketplace. You know, my biggest questions relate to, yeah, you know, yeah. Go ahead. How, and if you can talk through it, you know, how unique is this and how much are you guys drawing on past experience uh, to create a, a product? Because we're, we're seeing AI, you know, everything AI is rolling out. You know, right now there's, you know, dozens and dozens of, of projects every single day uh, that are new, that are launching things that are similar to this. You guys have been around, you know, a little bit longer, yeah. so you're not being drawn into to the AI front. Um, you were here kind of so the beginning and congratulations. You it's the old skating to where the puck is going, not uh not jumping on the wave right now. So, you know, walk us through a little bit of of why um, I, you know the theses of how you got here. And, I think and the biggest yeah, difference I think the biggest difference we have right now in our favor is that when when I started PR Web, we had we had to start from zero. I had no experience. I, I didn't really know what I was doing and we made it up as we went along. And today where I'm sitting 20 years later, right? All that experience is behind us. And I, I kind of know where we're going. I can see the technology ahead of us. Um, I feel like for the first time, the, like the wind is at our back and, and it's on us now to execute before we're facing a headwind. And that's the, the analogy I make a lot is that right now we're just, we're, we're being pushed and it's a, it's a really comfortable spot to be in. Um, That's great. And, and we have the advantage right now that we got into the slipstream naturally where other companies are having to try to re, reimagine their platforms and their infrastructure to take advantage of some of this stuff. And some of them won't, we just won't be able to do it because of their existing infrastructure. Um, I remember early on in PR web days, PR Newswire asked me if I wanted to partner with them. And I said, well, it's involved with that. And said, well, we're going to send out, you know, some crews and we're going to install a satellite dish in your property. Like you guys realize they have this thing called the internet now, like we could do this all online. Right. So I think that, that I give that example because, you know, older technologies just really have take, take a little bit longer to catch up yeah. because they still have the, the old way of doing things in the, in the infrastructure they've already invested in that they find a little harder like us. So we're, we, we kind of just like slipped right into this and, and, and I really feel fortunate um, that we are where we're at right now. Yeah. Robert. So, so this, uh, just quickly, this is the standard anatomy of a typical press release sent through newsworthy. You can see the blockchain registration um, up top. You can see, you know, the headline embedded video, uh, this is actually AI content, and again, we 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 require the customer to approve anything that's AI gen, you know generated on our side. But these key takeaways are are automatically um, you know shown to the customer; they can approve it. We're going to be doing some interesting things with these TLDRs involving Myers Briggs and personas, which will be, I think, great value to 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 companies. Uh, this is a piece of AI content. I'm not going to play it, but that's a video. Um, um, new short on the right here, which we, um, you know, basically take a summary of their press release and, and read it. And that can be pushed out to any social media platform. Uh, you can see the body of the release with, uh, you know, respective images, you know, about the company me media contact and how it's, um, and how it's filtered. Now, once a press release goes out and I'm just going to jump on to, as if I'm a customer of, of our platform, and I'm creating a press release. This is just a draft press release I put together for, for the demo. 
and you can see the the back end um, um, form for you enter your details for the for the press release enter your news mm-hmm. image your social banner once you get to the AI suggestions you can see how it's giving you a score it's going to suggest your three takeaways which again i can easily uh, edit and approve again not that you're ever going to use it but we'll give you a bunch of social media shares with actually intelligent hashtags that are appropriate for your content we'll give you a youtube script we'll give you a journalist email pitch we'll give you an article and a blog post so there's a lot of ai content that's being produced that if you care to use it, you can actually, you know, go out and do some additional content marketing. And we have some tools that will do that automatically for you. So one of them is the news advocacy. And this is one of those like non-technical, but silly, simple, immensely valuable tool where you can add your, your employees, your stakeholders, friends, family, anyone that supports your brand, you can just upload them into your system. And then every time you send the news release out, they get automatically notified. So you don't have to do it every time you send a release out with a trackable link so you can measure who's reading it, who's sharing it, who's actually, you know, doing something with it. And it's really valuable. And it's great when you have like Google, you know, your analytics up and you send a press release out, you see all these, you know, dots popping up around the, you know, around the, the world actually of people that are actually opening up and, and, and sharing it. And again, that story I mentioned earlier, it can lead to more visibility in the press release itself if people are using that you know um, announcement to then share it to their own um, network. So that's... So, so, so we, we believe in this so strongly that you can see here, if you set up your... If a customer comes in and sets up their advocacy, we'll give them a free press release the next time out. Because we know it's, it's going to work. Yeah. It's, that, it's that important to their, to their success on our platform. Yeah. And, and we want everyone everyone to experience that. Yeah. Now, we do the same thing. I'm not going to get into it. We do the same thing with journalists. So you can use our system to find journalists and get their contact information, um, relevant journalists. So if you're actually, you know, doing a release um, on, you know, some sort of niche technology or crypto or whatever, you know, you can actually use our system to find journalists that whose beats include those areas. And it's kind of an, a, an, a unique way of tackling that position. We actually uh, crawl a bunch of content of, of news articles from tens and thousands of sources. And then we match the topics that the journalist is writing about or that article, um, the topics it includes to what's in your press release. And then you can actually go in and, and find those articles if they look like a good outlet, then you can just click and get the journalist information. That's a separate tool and you don't have to automate it. You can turn over to a media relations team to do outreach, but you can automatically notify your media uh, list with a custom you know, pitch that that AI helps you create and you, and you, and you, you finalize yourself. And then once it goes out, I'm just going to go back to our um, platform here. Once it goes out, um, you can get, actually, sorry about that, go to my press releases. You can get some of those analytics. So you can see some, you know, releases that we've already sent out um, down here. Uh, Advocates, 81 of them engage with the content, you know, the general uh, you know, views of the content was this, but we do report on those numbers. Now, as far as the influencer marketplace, what's kind of cool is I'm just going to find an old release. So you can, you know, click your clipping report. You know, we have all the great graphs and all the places it went to um, and things like that. But this is actually a beta, but uh, it's coming out very, very soon. And this is where you select influencers to further promote the press release after it goes out. And it has to be after it goes out. And what this is doing, what we're doing is we're matching all of the influencers who self-registered in our platform, mostly the nanos and the, and, and the micros. Uh, there are some macros in here, but it's mostly the, the you know, the, some of the, uh, again, the nanos and the micros. They have great influence in your particular niche, but, you know, it's not it's not Joe Rogan or something like that. And we sort it in, in terms of the minimum price. A lot of influencers who are savvy charge a lower price just to you know, build new relationships that could lead to a, to a, to a more profitable gig. But in this case, we're looking at the content in the press release, and then we're loading up the influencers when they self-registered and identified what their topics and expertise are. We match them to the press release, and then you can go shopping. And essentially, you can just start, you know, find people, click them, hire them. It could be someone who's going to do a podcast, they'll write an article about you, share on LinkedIn, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Uh, but it's kind of a fun process to go through to find the people that are going to make sense 
for you. And for a relatively minimal investment, you can oftentimes, again, get far more engagement through the influencer sharing your news than you would just through the, you know, the press release itself. So it, again, all these features that we talk about are post newswire and they're intended to help companies market their press releases to their audiences and, you know, build engagement with the people that matter, which are, you know, their prospective customers or, or other stakeholders. David, do you want to add anything to that? No, not not really, except for the fact that when when we go live, so we're we're not live with this service yet because we're still enrolling influencers. Uh, but when we go live with it, our price is going to jump a little bit, but it's going to jump because we're going to allocate forty dollars of that influencer spend uh, of of that press release spend towards the influencer marketplace. We want to encourage a, a vibrant marketplace, and so the way to do that is say, hey, here's. $40 of credit to now go spend it in the influencer marketplace. Can you say more about the the size of clients of uh, your customer, your your target customer as as someone who's, you know, used uh, many of the the traditional uh, news marketing uh, and and I don't think there is a quote-unquote traditional news marketing service out there. I think, you know, I've just used some traditional news wires that purport to have lots of different features. Uh, and they're they're quite expensive, and you have to have a very uh, a, a sizable company to be able to invest in those services. Can you uh, can you share more about your target customer and, and yeah. what their sweet spot and, is? And unfortunately, we can talk about this later if we have time. That price is going is about to get a lot more expensive. Um, our for other uh, news wires, for other for other news wi- yeah. for other news wires, yeah. For 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 my where my heart is. It's in the small and medium-sized business, right? I'd rather focus my energies on the on the sixteen million rabbits and the five hundred whales, and um, they're easier to deal. They're easier to deal with, and and I think we can make have a bigger impact there. But that's not Dave, to say we, we don't. We, we we do get some. We do get some bigger customers. Like I said, at PR Web, we had it was all over the place. We had we had a lot of different. It's just very unique blend of of customers. Um, yeah. At PR Web, they were using us for marketing purposes, and so we had a, a broader, a really broad spectrum. So it it became really interesting at PR Web, where I was I was thought I was chasing PR Newswire to find out that PR Newswire was actually chasing me, and because they didn't understand truly what we did, and we were more of a marketing function, and I think that's that's the biggest educational that's the aha moment for a lot of people it's like hey we can do this thing and put it out there on a on a service that's meant to be that was built for market compliance right for my small business that doesn't make sense or i could i could use another service that'll get me into the news stream but at a much at a much more reasonable structure and uh we're not cheapest solution out there but but i i think we're the most equitable i think i I think um the way the way we like to talk about a service is batteries included we we feel like you need access to our whole suite of tools and so that's what we price it at we you get 129 dollars, you get everything we have and and use it or don't use it but we believe you need you need it all and so we're not going to piece it out and create different pricing tiers yeah. And uh, David, the, the, we're not doing a lot of earnings releases, Jessica, to your point. A lot of the major newswires exist because of the quarterly and corporate earnings announcements, which is very important. Um, we're not focusing on that marketplace. We're looking at you know, the, the millions of small and mid-sized businesses and local businesses that, that traditionally don't necessarily think of issuing a press release. But I think as they understand what 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 we provide for them and we can get into some of the local things that we're doing as well to get them local visibility i think they see the benefit of of the press release not so much as a quote-unquote press release but as a you know news marketing tool to announce whatever news that they have to announce so it's a whole different market and it's relatively untapped so i want to take a second and let's just circle around and we have um you know this, this concept of 
you know, you guys know the the traditional industry. You've mirrored that. You know, everything that you you felt was good from from Web One. You've you've pulled forward. We've added a whole bunch of new features and benefits. You know, where where do you um you know where do you see kind of the the next few years going for just media releases overall? Um, you know, because the problem that that I see is facing is garbage in, garbage out. And so, you know, you guys are are you know you're the facilitators of making sure it goes out. But we're seeing so many people yeah. improperly. Go, go ahead and that. count us in. Um, so we- they're just, you know, they're, they're, you know, they type in a, a three-word prompt. Something comes back, and they go, "Great, you know, here it goes, and, and here's press." You know, have you guys come up with the concepts of how to to kind of screen? And I think you showed a few tools on this before, mm-hmm. um, but to make sure that everyone's really putting their best foot forward, and that you know the the world isn't getting clogged with yeah. uh, a bunch of AI stuff all, all you know back and forth. Yeah, and I think David before. Yeah. David will probably talk more of the technical side of it, but again, Jay, to go back to to our tools that we help you draft content if you want to. We don't accept prompts. We're doing all that in the back end, so we kind of know what prompts to 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 use to get a, a decent quality, you know, draft back. But we do require the customer to to do something with that draft. They can't just automate the whole process. So they set up for five releases the next five weeks and walk away and they're all created by AI and sent out. That's not what we do. And then the, obviously our editorial staff is another layer to make sure that, you know, what's being you know what's being written is actually, you know, quality so, format. So what we have the ability to do on our on our back end editorial platform is give each press release a score, and we do that. It's like okay. five, five grades that we give a press release. You have to meet a certain bar before you go out on the broad, on the broader network. That's to protect the platform, right? We don't want Benzinga pulling our feed because we put garbage on their on their website, right? And so, so everything gets a score from one to five. You know, it takes pretty much a four or five to get anywhere on our network. Um, and if it doesn't, frankly, you're going to hear from us and, I, and we're going to ask you to improve it. Um, so that's, so, so you've still integrated a, a human kind of like best practices. It, oh yeah. Right, yeah. Great. Right. I love that. Right. Because we have to, we have to, we have to protect our network. And we'll never get away from that, Jay. Never. Good. We need okay, that. Good. Um, so uh, here's here's the biggest, and I and I alluded to this earlier. Here's the biggest the biggest challenge facing the industry, and I alluded to it earlier is that the costs are going to go up, right? As as news platforms see opportunities to grab additional revenue from things like press releases, you're seeing that that certain certain services are saying, "Hey, we're no longer going to to accept press releases from these." Distribution endpoint resellers, right? The the same people we're all buying distribution from, right? Because why accept two or three dollars when we can charge seven hundred dollars, right? And so I think, and and even for larger news wires, their their licensing fees are going to go up. And so I I believe that that we're in a situation where people are going to be companies are going to need to get a lot more creative in how they go about managing their distribution endpoints. Because there's going to be priced out of the market. Fortunately, we're kind of like skirting that whole issue because we're creating other other digital assets. So we we've got a strategy around that, and um, and that's that's just basically involves creating our own environment. We're we're actually becoming a media company. Okay. Where so where we can actually, you know, whether it's whether it's our in focus properties where we target specific industry verticals, or whether it's our busy city where we target regional, local. regional and local. Uh, local is the biggest opportunity for newswire space, and um, and so we're developing a suite of products for that, including radio and and other local initiatives that we have because. You know, the internet works really well for, for products and companies that have a broader national appeal mm-hmm. or global appeal. But I have in Bernie, Texas, here's a small little town of 20, 30,000 people. We have a couple of businesses here that do 20, $30 million a year. <laughs> they, they can't get on anybody's yeah. radar, right? And, and that's what you want to see the so, democratization so, of, of this access yeah, we, to we anyone want, in the world. We want, we want every, we want everybody to have access to the news stream. Yeah. And, and so Mark and I spent about an hour earlier this week talking about, you know, what is our mission? And this, that's to help people get into the news stream and, and benefit from, from that additional visibility. 
So we, we have these discussions. I, I love that. That's a, you know, fabulous, fabulous concepts. And as we kind of get ready to, to wrap towards a close, you know, Jessica, is there, you got any other, uh, you know, questions to, to, to go through, but I think you guys have really showcased, you know, kind of the next generation of what we've seen for, you know, over a decade at this point, um, you know, information flows out. And I think that people want to understand, you know, how do these articles, how do these companies, you know, communicate with the outside world? You know, it's there's still uh, traditional companies want want access. Um, they want people to have viewership, and I think you guys have done some really amazing things to to not just utilize AI, but to kind of combat AI. Um, you know, by using blockchain for you know the the proof of immutability that it did come from a valid source and a variety of these other things. Because it's you know the the age of misinformation hasn't even started; it's getting ready to come. Um, and I think that's one of the most important things that I'm taking away from this is that there is you know a lot of work being done on the back end. To, to kind of fight uh, the, the AI from being able to kind of just pretend to do whatever it wants to do. And, and news, is, news is big business and it's just going to get bigger and happy to be part of it. Fabulous, guys. Well, thank you so much. We're, and if for people that want to use newsworthy.ai, uh, where can they find more? Where can they uh, interact with you two as well? Uh, let, me, let me just tell you a little secret. I mean, I, if, if they reach out to Mark, Mark at newsworthy.ai, He'll give them a demo and a free press release credit, right? Just use the service. Look at that. We believe yeah. it enough. We believe it in enough. Just use the service and, and and you'll be sold. Yeah. So it's Mark at newsworthy.ai. Well, I, I got we got a press release. He, so we he's can, we he's can. the demo side. I'm 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 too busy building <laughs> to demo right now. But. <laughs> But Mark can, Mark can definitely help you with that. Happy Fabulous. Too. Well, thank you guys so much. Uh, Jessica, as always, thank you for co-hosting with me. For anyone uh, that wants more information, obviously go check out newsworthy.ai. And, uh, you know, YWales always has a couple of projects on the loose. So we're going to go ahead and utilize that free credit and, um, you know, try, try this platform out ourselves. Uh, for everyone else out there, be t- take care. We'll talk soon. YWales was founded in 2021 by Jay Steinbeck passionate entrepreneur and business owner with the purpose of bringing YPO and YNG members together in the cryptoverse. YWales is a collaborative and confidential community centered around cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology, an exclusive crypto hub of more than 600 members. To be notified when we release new content, please subscribe to our show in your preferred listening app. For more information, visit www.ywhales.com. YWales is not affiliated with YPO, but at this time only allow for YPO, YPO Gold, and YNG members due to privacy and confidentiality. Support and production for today's episode was done by Truthwork Media. Nothing in the podcast constitutes professional and or financial advice, nor does any information on the podcast constitute a comprehensive or complete statement of the matters discussed or the law relating thereto.